So we got David Yoakum here, I Select Fund, talking about digital product development for agriculture companies. Um, David, let's talk about what digital product development really means. Yeah, so one of the um, things that we come across a lot when we're, when we're thinking about food, like really food investments, so food tech investments as opposed to sort of in-field ag investments is, you know, for things like ingredients is how they get incorporated into how food companies bring new, uh, new products online. Um, and I think that was something that, um, you know, we talk a lot about, but maybe hadn't done a full sort of deep dive into. And we have expertise in the team who, who understand that really well, but for me in particular, it was sort of a, a good learning experience. And so what we were focused on this last week was trying to figure out ways in which companies like new startups are finding ways to incorporate um, data or to digitize portions of, of food product development. So the idea of going from an ideation of, I want to create a new type of snack or a new type of Cheeto or potato chip that has these various types of factors, um, and the process of going from there all the way to a successful product in market, um, largely because a lot of the challenges with, because of the, the, there's an incredibly high failure rate for, for certain types of food products, such as 90%, um, and so trying to find ways to either shorten that development cycle, increase the longevity of products, or reduce the cost of development was sort of the focus of the conversation. And how does a food product fail? It fails in the marketplace or just doesn't work? Um, so it can, they can fail in, in a number of different places. So there can be, so when you're going to create a new food product, there's a lot of different considerations you have to take into account. Not only sort of what you think consumers are, are looking for, um, but what consumers are looking for that's sustainable. So thinking about trends versus fads, um, you have to think about whether, whether or not you have the technological or um, food processing capabilities to actually produce the food product that you've, that you've sort of thought up. Um, is it going to require you to bring in a new ingredient? Is it going to require you to bring in um, uh, sort of different different formulations than you had to use in the past? Um, is it going to be too expensive? So food products could fail in the product development cycle. They can also fail in the market. Um, I think it, you know, one, one place that I've read sort of what the baseline for successful food product from a major food company in its first year would be about $50 million in revenue. Um, and so, you know, companies that don't hit that threshold are, are you know, numerous. Um, and so... Today, there's more and more small brands that are in the market um, sort of helping consumers find opportunities to sort of clean label, in high protein, animal free, gluten free, these types of products. And the degree to which those new products are being churned out by smaller companies is a lot faster than how the, the big food companies are responding. And so, um, one of the big challenges for how those food companies, how those large food companies cope um, with that rate of change. Do you have any examples of kind of what the, the smaller, you know, more innovative startups are doing in this area and kind of what they're bringing to the market that the, uh, the big guys can't do yet? Um, well, so I think typically the, the main pieces that we're seeing are uh, sort of vegan, vegetarian, high protein, gluten free, um, uh, clean label. So like, you know, ingredients that everybody can identify are much simpler. Um, list of ingredients that are either all natural ingredients or all well-known ingredients. Um, and so th those types of things are either aligned with a nutritional aspect. This also include like low sugar, um, low fat. Um, the low sugar, I think, is, is a little more pertinent today. Um, and, and they're able to sort of take these products to market with a, with a lower risk as opposed to when a major food brand puts out a, 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 puts out a product. It's a, it's a massive undertaking. The expectations of success are much, much higher. Um, and the scale has to be much higher and the cost has to be much lower. So you can come into the market with a premium product that will target a specific audience um, and you don't face maybe as much 
much of the scalability issues that you might if you're trying to service a large portion of the market and you don't have to face some of the same cost issues because there are consumers who are willing to pay a higher price. Interesting. Excellent. Well, thanks, David. I appreciate the rundown. We'll talk to you next time. Of course. Thanks, Tim. Anytime.